What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. I called the head of Payless. I hear. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Right there? Okay. Might want to lower it a little bit more, but you know. Speaking of lowering, did you see that video of that stripper? Who who hasn't? The one where the girl was on that pole. You saw the one when she fell. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody saw that shit. Oh my god. Everybody saw and that. She shit. just kept on twerking. Yeah, that shit. Wow. She ain't got a strip now though. That's why. Cause her GoFundMe went crazy. Really? GoFundMe. What, <laughs> nigga? They first of all, she put a GoFundMe together to get her surgery. Cause you know she broke teeth. Oh, she shit. fucked her jaw up, and she like sprang some other shit. But she landed on her face, so her jaw was shattered. Her song should be "Realized Bitch Get Fucked by the Nigga." Teeth, teeth was broken, all types of shit. So they need to put the background Yeah, that shit was wild. Every time was... I see him, he be like, you good? Everybody running around going. <laughs> that shit crazy, man. Like a zombie stripper. Yeah. Her mouth was, her mouth wired. She fucked up, but she, she put a GoFundMe together and they loaded that bitch. And then somebody even offered to give her, nah. I forget who it was exactly, but they was like, they're going to give her some money to go to school. Like, she ain't got to dance no more. I feel I'm like, it. okay. Uh, she don't need to be dancing no more. Hell no, she fell from like 20, 30 feet. Right. And the strip club, like, we're not liable because we didn't tell her to do that shit. Who knew said go 20 feet in the fucking mm-hmm. air? We didn't. Chick right she next to her. Huh? She powered through. Like a motherfucker. Was amazing. Like, I got that. I the tiger. I'm like, damn. The song is over. DJ supposed to be like, oh, that's it. That nigga kept the song going. The show must go on. She like, Ugh. the other chick was over there. Not even bothered. She was unbothered. Like used to it. Like, like she always she clumsy. Bitch now. Okay. <laughs> that was it. I'm like, that's fucked up. Oh man. All right. Well been a minute since we've been in here yeah and just to let y'all know gemini is powering through this for y'all because she feels awful really yeah. feels awful and i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it for y'all we're gonna, we gonna do it for the culture yep 
So welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com or Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. And Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg. Show notes. You can find me on Twitter at Advice Gemini. Giving all kinds. Oh man. Yeah. Giving all kind of advice. It's what we do. It's weird. It's like actually weird talking in this because I've been in, like, I got a, a daily meeting every day early as shit. And I just feel like I'm about to say what I said in the early meeting because I'll be on speakerphone. And it feels like that. All right. So <laughs> let's slide into messy media. So do you want to talk about Susan asking about y'all music? Or you want to talk about the gym, the gymnast who uh, does all her flips and stuff to rap and R and B? Um, you said Susan. Yes, yeah, it's, it's good. It's funny. Yeah, let's go with Susan. So according to Shade Room, uh, she she's like, hey, hey. Susan vibing. <laughs> I feel it though. Actually, that was good. Uh, <laughs> what's your advice? Shit, we need more Susans. It's funny how music can bring people together. That's what I'm looking at. Like, you know, music and fashion and culture, period, bridge gaps between people all the time. Hip hop has saved many a life. That's just the best way I could put it. Don't believe me? Go to some of these festivals. See all types of walks of life. Enjoying music together. Yep. Yeah, my my advice is... Uh, it was good to see an older white person. Because I definitely was like, oh, Susan about to be on pure trash. She like, nah, I'm high. Turn that shit up. This right. is my shit. That would be the, the normal modus operandi. Turn that shit off, porch monkey. You know, followed by a racist remark. He like, what? He he was ready for he the bullshit. Ready. She was like, uh-uh. Turn that shit up. I'm high. I'm trying to have a good time. Turn that shit up. Right. And my husband over here with this classical country bullshit. I'm tired of that. And I'm Let tired. me turn that shit down. But I'm going to tell y'all, people, people don't understand this, but it's becoming more and more prevalent. Older people are the biggest potheads. They the most chill people on earth right That's now. That's because they're the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And now it's legal and shit. People is... They got they damn sure got their cards. They got their cards. They got their cards. My back hurt now. I'm figuring it out. I'm like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. So do you want to talk about Layla Ali coming out of retirement? Uh, along with other boxing stuff that's been going on lately. Or do you want to talk about uh, Monroe Flame commenting on Dwayne Wade's child wanting to have a name change and identify as a girl? Dwayne Wade. We got to okay. touch on that. 
Okay. So maybe we should make that a snip or so. We can, but we definitely should talk about it, though. Okay, we'll, we'll pop on this one. So, according to... Oh, shit. Uh, the Breakfast Club. I don't know who Monroe Flame is, but um, they were talking about Boosie's comments. Do you remember what Boosie said? Boosie was like, don't cut off his dick, bro. Like, don't cut off his dick. And people were all upset about it. Yeah. And uh, Monroe Flame said that sh- they understood... I'm using they because I don't know what pronoun... Um, to use but they said that uh, they understood where Boosie was coming from did not have to be so uh, aggressive about it but understood like you know when you when you 12 13 or whatever you still figuring it out you still a kid so like I get it you know let them get a little older because you might decide you do like girls or you do want to you do want to do x y and z or maybe you're going to do something totally different you have no idea with your life yet so that's what um they had said right <clears throat> and i agree because i just feel like what i what what's interesting to me is that i remember like we would talk i was talking to a few people about this right and we were just talking about the trajectory of how people look at things and how desensitized we are to things that's super duper different now versus maybe five or ten years ago because i mean this kid got one hell of a support system right and i'm not saying you not support you you're not supposed to support a person that's coming to their own whatever it may be but when they 9 10 11 and 12 years old like they need they need guidance and if you got somebody that's like going through what he's going what this particular kid is going through let's try some counseling first let's try some you know some heavy conversations let's understand what's going on don't be so quick to get wrapped up in it like i feel like he jumped into it fast as shit now he's painting his toenails and he doing all this extra shit, Dwayne Wade is, to show just how supportive he is. And I had to point this out to people, and a lot of people agreed to me, agree with me. They like, I mean, y'all, y'all not whatever. They were like, y'all homophobic, y'all this, that, that. I said, listen, we're not looking at, you know, this is not a gay person's issue. This is a rich, sheltered you know heavily protected child is doing i said because would he be zaya running through the wild hundreds of chicago right now because that's where his mama is at would he be i'm just saying like if he didn't have such if he wasn't so enclosed in his world if he didn't have the protection and the money he had he he has his access to would he be the way he is so profoundly? That's the million dollar question. And I ask this because, you know, I have a transgender friend. I have, I, I've talked to people who are transgendered all the time. And they had to come to terms with it as they grew older. Things changed. Ideals changed. Maturity level isn't nowhere near where it's supposed to be. Everybody know what they would like to be when they're first born in certain situations. But... Sometimes you got to let that shit develop and see where it goes. You can't be so quick to be like, yeah, I'm calling them Zion now. I'm like, look, 
let's sit down and figure this out. Is this really the route you want to go? Dwayne Wade said, oh, he's been like this since he was three. And I'm like, really? At three, shit, I like, I like fucking hostess Twinkies. I can't stand them shits now. Like, am I really going to sit there and take the word of a three-year-old or burgeoning, you know, toddler going into their not even quite a teenager yet, a preteen telling me what they are right now, right away? I'm just like, we got to let that... We got to let that chill for a second and see where it's going. I'm not saying don't support them, but you just gave this kid one of the biggest audiences ever. And did that kid need that audience so soon? That's my question. Because y'all could have supported him. It didn't have to be so out there the way it is. And I'm not saying that he's wrong for supporting this child. I'm never saying that. I'm just saying that as a father, as a parent myself... If my child approached me in the same way and said, I want to be a, my child is a girl and I want to be a boy now. And I'm like, well, damn, baby, you ain't really, shit. You, you know, we ain't even in high school yet. We ain't really figured life out for real. You ain't got the world figured out at 12. You nope. don't got you figured out at 12. Nope. So it's just, it's a little soon to run with it. And then you got, and almost feel like. They're using him to show just how friendly they are towards the transgendered LGBT community. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're using him for that. That's just how I feel. I just And on top of that, too, I'm looking at Dwayne Wade. Like, I feel like you're expressing yourself through your child. Because I think he may feel like that himself a little bit. Hmm. There's only so far you can go with certain things. Like you paint, he's painting his toenails now. He's he's wearing certain things now that's showing just how friendly he is towards that community. I'm like, are you trying to tell us something? She said she played with his booty hole. Yeah, she played with assholes. And people was like looking at Dwayne Wade like, really? And he was like, yeah, why not? It's my wife. I mean, if that's what you into, that's what you into. But it's just like, I feel like they're a little too open with certain shit. And it's okay to have the conversation to figure it out. But I just feel like they're taking their support system a little too far. And they're giving him a hell of an audience that he may not be mentally prepared for as of yet. Like Magic Johnson's son... We didn't hear about EJ. him until yeah. he became an adult. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was a gay teenager, but we didn't hear about that or see that until he was a fully functional adult making adult decisions. I understand his choices. That's a grown man. This kid is 12. You know what I mean? So that's just my that's my take on it. Yeah, I just my advice is I know everybody wants to be you know, so open and with it and feel like they're not judging other people. But at the same time, are you encouraging certain things? Kind of like, I mean, on the flip side of that, you have your kids watch Disney movies and stuff like that. And it's a, it's a, a man coming to save the girl and they're supposed to be together. Like that would be you encouraging that situation. So, I mean, are you like, is that your MO? Like, is that what you want to do? Like, I'm just, I'm very confused at it people can do what they want to do that's their house they ain't got nothing to do with me but i agree that platform is so big that if zaya decides to go back to zaire 
it's gonna be a struggle. And you're gonna like a hypocrite because he, he you're looking Jesse Smollettish. Yeah, <clears throat> quite possibly. But at the same time, too, anybody with any kind of common sense about how kids change their minds all the time is going to understand that this is growing pains. Now let him be Zaya and then decide because they got the money to do so, I want a sex change and then grow up and realize, wait a minute, I don't think I really want to be a girl that much now. I think I kind of want to be a boy again. Dwayne Wade going to look like an unfit father at that point because it's like you letting this kid make all these major decisions way too soon. So that's that's where I'm at with it. Plus they're not even done growing. You know, I don't not know. How, I don't know how that works. I, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna do like I, he's way so too small. young for that. Way he's, small. Yeah, he's way too young for that. But what I'm saying is is that I just feel like the more attention he gets, the more extra it's gonna become. It's just too much attention on it. Right. That's all I'm saying. That's the concern. It's not whether they wanna keep they, they thing or not, but just you know, protecting your kid against other people because other people are what makes people self-esteem low and depression right? and all this other stuff that people have. And granted, it's a lot of parents out there that's dealing with this. They're rallying behind it. Like, you know, my son went through that too. Yeah, but your son wasn't playing with millions. Your son still had to go back to the, they had to walk the same walk, go to high school, go through the bullying, go through all of this shit. It's kind of somewhat normal with, with the situation. This kid is very insulated. You know what I mean? That's why I said he got rich kids problems. He don't have poor gay black kid problems. Mm-hmm. What he's dealing with right now are rich kid problems. And that's what I was trying to explain. I ain't going to call it a problem. He's making decisions that a wealthy child would be able to make in that situation. And then you got a father that's so, you know, that's a polarized figure that's out here. You know who he is. You know you know him when you see him. I would have protected my son a little. I, my son couldn't have been outside too soon like that. I would have supported him, but I'm not. he's not ready for that kind of audience yet. And I'm shocked. No one said anything about therapy as of yet. No one has said anything about making sure that this is the decision that he wants to make with his life. He's only 12. So, I don't know. All right. Well, do you want to talk about the Friends reboot? Do you want to talk about Boneless Thugs and Harmony? Or do you want to talk about Layla Ali and the other, the other boxing chick? This is a confusing one because the Boneless Thug <laughs> shit is irritating. It's funny, but it's irritating. Um, fuck it. Let's talk about that since we in Ohio. Homeless thugs in harmony. So there's a YouTube video from. From uh, does this say Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, and they have a they talk about. They're changing, after some years, they're changing their name to Boneless Thugs and Harmony despite internal drama among the group. The new name is taking off. So what's your advice? I'm hoping it's just, I'm thinking it's just some promo shit, some funny shit or whatever. I found it interesting that Busy wasn't a part of the conversation. So I guess he's officially out of the group. 
But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's funny, but it's clown shit too. I'm just hoping that it, they not like serious about it. I'm thinking it's just it's just for the commercial. They getting a check, but it's just like, you know. If if that's where it's at, then then it's funny to me. Cause I do like how lazy was. He like, I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's it's comical, but I'm just hoping they don't take it too far. That's all. My advice is um People, especially black people, have to keep their stuff legendary and don't let other people tear them down. Keep your legacy flowing. Because sometimes people aren't laughing with you, they're laughing at you. Right. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. All right. So, we're going to slide into your favorite segment. Can we talk for a minute? Can we talk for some minutes? This one's called My Mom Does Not Approve. Um, my mother has helped me financially and been there for me and my kids since day one. I have a boyfriend, we are both in our 30s, who is the father of the younger child, and my mom hated him. There has been some cheating and lying in the past, but I try to keep the family together. He has been texting other girls and has a drinking problem that I have been trying to help him get through. About a month ago, we argued and he went to his mother's for a few weeks. Since he has apologized and we are working on things. My youngest asked me why is he back and it hurts me. My mom has now cut me off and does not speak to me. Do you think keeping the black family together is more important or if I should just let him go? I'm the one working and paying for everything while he's in school. And make up some girl name. Make up a girl name? Yeah. Uh, Cindy. That's what Cindy said. So what's your advice for Cindy? Um, it's only so much you can do um, in a situation like that because people got to want to be better themselves. You know, and it's like... She got a kid, so... She's got more than one kid. Well, how many kids she got? She's got more than one. She didn't say how many, but the younger one is his kid. Okay. So... Not only do the other, the other kids, I, don't, I didn't hear her say anything about the other fathers or father that's involved in the situation. Because I already know, like, if I was the other father, I would say something about her being in there with an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I would have something to say about that. I understand the mother. The mother ain't on that shit. And then this... <clears throat> the, the keeping the black family together thing... That shit don't always read. <laughs> Especially if it's toxic as fuck. Like, who wants to see mommy being cheated on and dealing with all that bullshit and drunk ass father? Like, who wants to see that? Why do my kids need to see that? Right. So. When your kids said that to you, that's wild. Yeah. Yeah, like, it gets to a point where you got to get out of your own way because it sound, it almost sounds selfish. I'm trying to keep the black family together. The family ain't fucking together. The kids are not finding the nigga. They not feeling them. You know what I mean? Like, it's bullshit to me. If he not willing to, if he's not trying to go get some real help, then you're wasting your motherfucking time. So that's my advice. Don't waste your time. If you've given enough energy and enough chances, then it's time to just walk the fuck away. Like, it's time to say, hey, 
you can't come back till you get your shit together because my kid, me and my kids deserve better. Right. Yeah, my advice is aligned with that. I mean, also, it sounds like you want the black family to be together. It don't sound like he care. Exactly. You know, you over here doing the most for that. And there's somebody who's going to love you and care about your kids and not and not do that to you. I know we I know people always say that to people, but there is somebody out there that's going to do that for you and he don't give fuck. Right. And you know who that person is, Cindy? Not your him. motherfucking ass. Yeah. You going to do it cuz you got to do it for you. You got to do it for your kids. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, black love can't be can't trump family. And that's what a lot of women are out here doing right now. They're sitting there sacrificing their self-respect, sacrificing the comfort of their home, sacrificing, you know, how their kids is going to view them, basically for some drunk dick. That's the only way I can view it, because you got one kid by them, you can't get rid of them, you're trying to work with them, you want to keep the black family together, meanwhile shit go wrong, he dip. He go back to his mama house. Mm -hmm. So... That ain't keeping the black family together. That's keeping the drunk black nigga in your bed. That's what you doing. Because it don't sound like he really there for the other kids. He's just there. And he's drunk. And he fucking with other bitches. And doing all kinds of shit. So, yeah. Yeah. You got to love you first, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Really love your kids first. Love you second. And love a better version of that nigga later when he's ready to be that. And that's it. And if not, move on. Uh, I got something to say to that. It's just really quick. Go ahead. Um, it's the difference between like wanting the black family together for you know for values, and then wanting the black family together at all costs. Right. You know, like you. That's not that's not healthy to do it that way. Um, you know, in some cases you may be better off with that toxic. Uh, counterpart not in the house at all because you know now you got people with other issues because they see you know they see all the fuck shit growing up you know and now now they doing it because that's what they know you know rather than saying you know what mom I respect you because you didn't want us to be around that I see that and when I grow up I'm not going to be like that because of it or I'm not going to have that in my life because I saw that growing up and I appreciate you for making that sacrifice, you know, and not for the sake of not wanting to be alone or whatever, you know. And sometimes that is a sacrifice that you just got to be willing to make. And I respect that. My mother had to make that decision, too, because she had a toxic-ass motherfucker that was around us. And she said, no, I love y'all. I love y'all more. I love y'all enough to get him the fuck out of my life because I could tell he wasn't for us. And that's what she did. It took a while, you know what I mean? We had to see some shit, hear some shit, but when she got rid of that motherfucker, the house was way happier. Mm -hmm. And that's what it boils down to. It's about the kids. Well, Cindy, I hope that you take this advice and you know, you do what's best. Definitely, you know, consider what we saying. We don't know everything, we just, you know, your drunken life coaches. Speaking of which, we didn't even talk about what kind of hookah we want. What kind of hookah we got going on? I forgot to even Shit, do that. It's good, and they got that good CBD oil in there. I know that much. Yeah. CBD hookah with mixed with a little gummy bear and some and some uh, 
Man. With gummy bear. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> See, boycotting. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I just thought about that because our next segment is drunken news. I have not been drinking. Last night I got drunk, and so I'm still hungover. So you get hungover news. <laughs> All right. So y'all want to talk about Australian basketball, or do you want to talk about the man who shot himself getting a haircut? <laughs> the man that shot himself getting a haircut. We can do both. Yeah, it's up to you. Let's do both, cause that's some funny ass shit there. Okay. So, Florida man waiting for haircut fatally shot himself while playing with gun. Fatally? Damn, so he killed himself? Yeah. Damn. Brooksville, Florida. Uh, he was waiting for his haircut, sat down. Um, and while he waited for another man to get his haircut, he started playing with his handgun. And then it discharged. Um, and yeah, so he... They haven't released the name of the guy. But yeah, that's what happened. What's your advice? Damn. Ain't no fucking toy. That's yeah, stop playing with guns before you get your fucking haircut. <laughs> now, uh, now this nigga got to get a haircut by. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm about to say First something all, crazy, why, but why I can't you, though. Like, why gosh. are you? Why are you at? the the barber shop with a gun like, where are you going to get your hair cut he must have been he had to be in somebody's basement or something I'm not gonna sit there and believe that that motherfucker was in a, a fucking barber shop playing with a pistol I don't wanna believe that I don't know I don't wanna believe that That's my advice is don't be bringing guns to the barber shop like that if it's a case you don't need to go there I knew a new barber. Buy your own clippers. Yeah, like, but you still, why are you playing with a gun? Like, I can't stand motherfuckers that play with guns. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, don't, I, I never understand that. Like, it's not a fucking toy. Like, it's not a toy. And then he playing with a gun so much, he kill his motherfucking self. That's that, fucking that's ridiculous. That's crazy. That's fucking ridiculous. Rest in peace to his silly ass. Hope somebody learned from, from that bullshit, you know? Yeah. So wow. with that being said, do you want to talk about the driver's license facial recognition? Or do you want to talk about the Australian basketball? You said the... Say that one more time. Driver's license facial recognition or Australian basketball? Driver's license, facial recognition. Okay. Come on. So, according to Cincinnati.com, Randy Ludlow, millions of updated driver's license photos to fill Ohio's facial recognition system. About 8.8 .8 million licensed drivers will have their photos uploaded to the state database using used by the law enforcement officers and federal immigration officials. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost and Governor Mike DeWine plan to fill the state's facial recognition system with both updated and new photos. Um, they said that the BMV turned over all the photos in 2011 to the Bureau of Criminal Investigation, but in the years since, he has not provided new 
images for the facial recognition. Um, so basically, long story short, um, they're creating a system to be able to get your updated picture uh, from your driver's license and put you in a database, which searches can be conducted by BCI employees and other things. Just sound like some more bullshit to do some racial profiling with. Now they can racially profile your ass even quicker. That's all I'm hearing. Yeah, that's gonna be a way for you come out the the whatever spot. Boom, they already know because they you know they got access to these uh, cameras on these poles and stuff. Right. So okay, I'm looking for Joe Schmo. Okay, he live over by you know whatever street. Okay, so I'm gonna just keep this this system on the lookout for this face. Which we know just got updated because he just got his license. Yeah, and plus, you know, it's gonna be certain niggas ain't gonna never be able to catch though because motherfuckers, <laughs> motherfuckers don't be going to update that shit. <laughs> they gonna be at that old address. Cause I know I, I still gotta update my shit since I since I got my house where I stay at now. Mm-hmm. So they gonna be at the other house knocking. I don't know, it just, it got its great implications, I mean, you know, great reasonings behind it, but at the same time, I just know what the fuck that's gonna do for highway patrol and motherfuckers like that. They're like, mm, no, let's go get Kenneth ass. Yeah, I agree, I think it's just another way of, you know, profiling, and when you put all this information in one place, everything becomes dangerous in my opinion. So, I'm not with it. Yeah, it's fucked up. So, do you want to talk about the girl who called the police on her parents about her cell phone? Or do you want to talk about the tanning salon with cameras? Let's talk about the little motherfucker that called the police on their parents. My fist boiled up by itself. Is it, it, like, it their cell phone? Like, shit. It ain't yours. You pay the bill? That's what I want. Yeah, last got got the mama and daddy paying for the fucking cell phone, and she's sending nudes. Eat your ass. Um. Okay, where is it going? Why's it doing this? Pages struggling. Okay, so according to NBC Four, what in the world? I hate these websites where they uh send you somewhere then you see the sites you do want and then some other random shit come up anybody ask you for that nobody asked you for this okay so associated press ohio woman accused of calling 911 after parents cut off her cell phone in canton woman was arrested for calling 911 when her parents cut her cell phone service um her her name is saloni catapal um, she was arrested and charged with disrupting police services, which is a felony. Damn. Uh, she called because her parents ended her cell phone service, which they paid. And the officer advised she called emergency services only for services. So then she called that same emergency services two hours later and was belligerent and said it was a legitimate issue. So what's your advice? 
Yeah. Did they indicate her age? No. They said woman, though, so she grown. Damn. So, that's an Ohio woman. So, she probably like 18. Like you said, sending, uh, getting them dick pics or whatever. Damn, damn shame what happened to room and board for the bitch, because she wouldn't be staying in my motherfucking house doing shit like that. Officer, uh, you, why are you guys here? Well, she called the police. Damn, is the homeless shelter still open? How about the bus station? Because a bitch ain't staying here after doing some shit like that. Uh, she wasn't staying there anyway. She got a felony. Wait a minute, she what? She got a felony. That's a felony. Right, so. Yeah, she, shit, they came there, cuffed her ass, because she called back two hours later. They like, oh, you playing on our phone. So oh, they yeah. came and got her. My advice is, uh, don't be playing on the phone. You grown. You ain't no five-year-old. You know what I'm saying? You grown. Now you a felony. Now you in. Now you really in 60 days. And it ain't 60 days. It's 600 days. 6,000 days. You tripping. That's, that's all I know. You're out of here. Do you want to talk about the Detroit church that's giving away drive-through ashes? Or... Do you want to talk? Well, we'll talk about that one. <laughs> Drive through ashes? Yeah. So what? according to WXYZ Detroit, um, does not say who wrote it, but this Metro Detroit church is offering drive through ashes for Ash Wednesday. One church is making it convenient for people on Ash Wednesday when it happened. Uh so they just came out in a driveway in front of the church from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. They made it easy for people to pull up, then they just ashed them on the head and then just let them keep going. They said they had over 500 people receive prayer and ashes through their ministry. So, you know, they wanted the opportunity to meet and pray with others. What's your advice? They ordered number seven with cheese when they did it, or? Somebody grandma out there with double mac sauce. <laughs> double cheese on my double cheese. I need that double ashes because the demon's been hard home right. anyways. No, let me not and, do and, that. And you know what? Put my ashes in the motherfucking Crown Royal sack. <laughs> the yellow one. I don't know. That's drive through ashes. I'm trying to make it convenient for people because you know people don't be having time to go to the church for Ash Wednesday or whatever. So they was like, just pull up, we'll, we'll ash you. <laughs> Bless. X. Right, basically around Bless. the circle. X. So cock up with that cock cock. X. Prophetic. Now be saying shit. Might as well got a rubber stamp and just start stamping. Yeah, just come here. Come here. Bless, nigga. Keep it moving. Come here. Come here. Tax time. Keep it moving. Come here. Come here. Walk again, bitch. Like, that's crazy. I could just see somebody making a parody out of that shit. Somebody should. Well, so that's all the articles we have. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and protect our energy been a real mellow show so according to lily the legend you won't have to tell a real one how to be a real one 
That's a blanket statement. Why? <laughs> you ain't got to tell a real one to be a real one. How to be a real one. How to be a real one. Mm-hmm. You right about that because shit, a snake going to be a real motherfucking snake. An honest person going to be real motherfucking honest. And an honest snake going to bite your ass and say, nigga, what was you thinking? I'm a snake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with it. I agree with it. Um, and on top of that, too, piggybacking on that, I'm, I pray that we would leave this several years behind us, but I'm tired of real niggas and real bitches. I am. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the proclamation of being a real bitch or a real nigga. Real ass bitch. Don't give a fuck about a nigga. Until you need bail. You know, um, I'm a real nigga. Until the police really pull up on your ass. Like, it's time to retire that statement. When you are real, you don't have to yell that you are real. So I do agree with that. Realness shows. That's how circles become dots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think it pertains to our can we talk for a minute a lot. Yeah. Because if he was a real one, in my opinion, you wouldn't be going through all this. That's his baby too. You know, but, and if he if he oh go ahead. But to be honest with you, who says he ain't being a real nigga? He a real motherfucking drunk. He making it known. I'm a piece of shit. And when it get heavy, I'm going to run to my mama house. I'm already showing you what this shit hitting for. Mm-hmm. So if you stick around for this, you cannot get mad. Who was that that was on the river and they wanted to carry the snake across the river and the snake bit the motherfucking animal? Oh, yeah. That's a good story. It's like how that goes is the, the, the turtle. Yes, the turtle. I can tell this story. Okay, there you go. Turtle and the snake, right? Snake said, hey, turtle, I need to get across that river. Can you help me? Turtle said, I can help you, but I'm scared to because you might bite me. Snake like, I ain't going to bite you. We good. Just get me across the river. Soon as the turtle got the snake on his back and started swimming across the river, he felt a pain in his neck. He like, man, you, you bit me. Snake said, what you expect? I'm a snake. That's what I do. And they both motherfucking drowned. That's what happens. So you can't sit there and be on some, you know, you can't. Everybody gets upset when people show them who they are. Believe them. Believe them. That's all it is. I'm dealing with that right now on a personal level. Somebody show you who they are. Believe them. Don't argue with them. Don't debate them. Don't try to change them. You know. Because certain people can only change themselves. And that's that. So I fuck with that one. That's a good one. Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, this has been another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. Now I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com. Our Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. Trilly, where can they find you? Cleveland underscore Trillberg Instagram. It's in the show notes. You're in there. Peace. Okay, bye.